0: delay like cre- creates in previous war times soldiers were taught to advance cautiously stay low and move slowly to avoid enemy fire but there were those that charged ahead ignoring the risks and the warnings and they were the ones who often paid the ultimate price fast forward to our modern personal work school and run lives we face a constant pressure to hurry and rush towards success and even to ignore the consequences of our actions But just like in war, those who charge ahead without thinking can find themselves in dangerous situations. Find out how to stop running too fast in your races so you can get a best time and more on this episode of Trees and D-Lake. Don't master a lot, don't master a little, just stay in the middle. Don't master all, don't master none, just be a master of some. What is up? Welcome to Trees and D-Lake, an audio and video content series by Mike Trees and me, Darren D. Lake Runs. Here's Mike Trees, a 50 year plus pro runner and triathlete
1: on how exactly we want to help you. And the aim of this podcast is to give in a light-hearted, amusing and entertaining way hints and tips to help you all run better and enjoy your sporting life more. So let's see how we
0: can go with that. What about me? Well, I've been running and doing this endurance sport thing for like 20, actually 26 years now. I've run a sub three hour marathon and I've done an Ironman triathlon in 10 hours. Language warning, on a few rare occasions, we sometimes use some bad words to get our point across. Apologies for that. And last point, we do all of that in a super short, sharp and concise way because Ain't nobody got time for that. What you will learn in this episode, what to actually do if you start off a race too fast, how to stop going out too fast in the first place, energy systems simplified so you understand what actually happens to you and your body when you go out too fast, negative splitting, and more. Let's get into it. Warm up complete. Okay, Mike, this is your area of domain. I know you deal with a lot of people that go mike i started a race too fast help me what do i do in the future so set set us up tell us how it all happens what what actually is happening let me know you you start all this
1: in essence you start a race too fast before we go into any science or physiology yep excuse my french you're pretty screwed you've gone too fast you've got to slow down that's the only thing you can do you you can't get enough oxygen in, you have got to slow down until you can get enough oxygen to cope uh, and then Wait, start again. H-
0: hold on. What about what about the people that are like, oh, I'll just mind over matter. I'll just push through it. I yeah. got this. What about those people?
1: <laughs> uh, I think the, the, the lactate would build up so much your muscles wouldn't move and your body would would physically limit you. Yeah. I mean, you you try running, you, you know, this is like, I remember the 400, you know, you come, come to the last 50 meters of a 400 meters when you're a kid. Yeah, mind over matter. No matter how much I'm thinking, my legs turn to jelly uh, and you just see people just physically slow down. There's no mind over matter, unfortunately. When you can't get enough oxygen in the system uh, and the lactators fill the muscles, you've just got to slow down. Yeah. So it, it's better if you can work out you've gone too fast. The sooner you work it out, the, the quicker you do lam- damage limitation, in, in my view. Yeah.
0: All right, so uh, you got a big thing on energy systems, so we're gonna do a bit of a uh, education, you know, lesson on energy systems.
1: Go. In essence, uh, we we have three energy systems. It's, it's quite simply one aerobic and two anaerobic systems. Uh, And and most people might not know this, uh, and well, some people do, some people don't, but beginners, we're talking about beginners, we're not, this podcast isn't geared towards physiologists and scientists, it's people who are starting to run and don't understand the basics, and this is to help them. So we've got what's called the ATP-CP system, and again, these are big words, it's the- PC, uh,
0: PC, ATP-PC.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's sometimes put PC <laughs> as well. It's CP and PC. Oh, really? How people say okay. Yeah. All phosphate right, creatine that. or creatine phosphate system. So you oh. can, you can see it put, put both ways around. Got uh, it. so adenosine triphosphate, uh, creatine phosphate system. And it simply just, you know, e- even, you can simplify just to the ATP system. If you don't know it, it's it, in essence, when you see these, uh, the, these terms, it's a system of energy that, that burns up the, the, uh, uh, pyruvate I think it is in your muscles uh, at the base level and physiologists that know much more cellular structure than me will, will know better but it, it, the ATP system will give you energy for up to about 10 seconds uh, and it before the lactate system kicks in so this is stored energy within the muscles you've got about 10 seconds uh, and I say this is quite useful because I get people doing strides and little, little leg, leg speed work on easy days because it doesn't do any damage to the muscles uh, and then after this initial energy is, is used up, you go on to what's called the, uh, lactate system or the, uh, l- more recently people like to call it the, the glycolytic system. Uh, uh, and this uses up again, stored energy within the muscles. Uh, and it, it burns, uh, creates, uh, the, the energy burns up the carbohydrates without the presence of oxygen. Uh, that's why it's called anaerobic without the presence of oxygen. Uh, but the, uh, the the downside is that lactate will build up in the muscles it uh, uh, and this can initially slow us down to complicate it more it's now being shown that this lactate can be used as a further fuel source so top athletes can now resynthesize this lactate and use it as a fuel to help them go but you can see this gets more and more complicated as we go along uh, and i'm trying to keep it simple already so the the simple thing is that we've got what we call an aerobic system which uses energy uh, we're using oxygen, and that's what us endurance athletes are more in, uh, associated with. And an anaerobic system that basically uses energy without the presence of oxygen. And this will give us about two minutes worth of energy. So you can see when you're running a marathon, the anaerobic system, it's not too useful for us, uh, because we're going to be running, say you're running a four hour marathon, you have two minutes of energy isn't going to get you very far down the, the road. Why don't you save that for your final sprint, the last two-minute sprint, uh, to get a bit of stored energy? But this is where the problem is. When you go too fast, you start off using the uh, anaerobic system, this stored energy that gives you about two minutes. So you can sprint off down the road for the first minute of your race. and Well, wow, this feels easy. What you don't realize is you're using the anaerobic system, uh, and as you use up that energy, it suddenly runs out, and it's payback time because that lactate builds up in the blood and it blocks the aerobic pathways, and uh, you can't get enough oxygen to the muscles, so you have to slow down. So a lot of runners go off too fast. Three or four minutes into the run, whoa, everything's burning. I've got to slow down. So this is the problem. We need to learn that the initial energy uh, is, is free energy and let's save that to the end, to the sprint at the end of the race. So, what does this mean for a distance runner? It means, we've, in essence, we've got to learn how to pace the run correctly from the start so we don't go off too fast. And since I, I said that uh, there's, there's three points, the first point is, yes, if you start feeling this, slow down and slow down quickly uh, and recover and then go again. But the best way is not to go off too fast at the start. So how do we do this? Well, uh I, I think interval training is a great way to do it. Work out your realistic goal pace. So you want to run uh 10k in six six minutes, sixty minutes we'll say. That's six minutes per K. So we can run one K reps on the track, and we can get our clock to beep, we can get someone to blow a whistle, and we can go around making sure that we're going around at the exact pace that we hit six minutes. Per one kilometer. So our body, our muscles get used to that pace. Our body gets used to it. So when we hit race day, we get used to going at the correct pace as we go around. Uh, and this can help us not go off too fast. So that's one strategy. And it, it might not be just kilometers. You could do 400s. You work out for, you know, for example, 10, 400 meter reps. Again, work out at six minute per uh, kilometer pace. So we get the right pace. To, to get us going, and that'll help us. Uh, and then the other way is, is I like to do it with my athletes, and I, I do both these strategies when I coach people uh, and the techniques, is I, I get them to do time trials. So, for example, you'll do a five-kilometer time trial, uh, but the aim is you've got to get quicker each subsequent kilometer. So the last kilometer is going to be the quickest, uh, and you're going to go quicker than the fourth. So the first kilometer has got to be the slowest. Uh, and initially, uh, we, we, we store the data on training peaks. We use uh, Garmin to record it. So it's quite easy these days with smartwatches to get all the data. Uh, and we look back and everyone goes out and said, yeah, did that really well. We look at the data. First, we'll say they're after a 20-minute, we'll, we'll raise the, the ante a little bit, they're after a sub-20-minute 5K. So the first kilometer, 430 Uh, No, sorry, it'll be three thirty for the first kilometer, Uh, and then all of a sudden, second kilometer, four minutes, then four fifteen, four thirty, you know, down to five minutes. They've they've gone too fast, Uh, and we just keep doing this until we get it right. That the the only rule is I don't mind what time they do on these, so long as each subsequent kilometer gets quicker. Uh, And these two strategies work very well to slow people down at the start, and then probably another thing that does work is just awareness that you can go too fast, too easy because this stored energy, uh, this lactate, uh, this glycolytic system have uh, stored energy in the muscles that doesn't need oxygen at the start of the race. So uh, it's, it's quite a simple topic, but it's quite complex. Have you got any questions on that? Uh, for me to elaborate a little bit. Add break. break.
0: Right now is the part where I go, hey, if you're feeling this, make sure you like, subscribe, rate this, share it out with your friends about how amazing this is, right? All right, while you should go out and do that anyway, how about I actually give you something that will help you? Is the running, health, fitness, and endurance sport internet too much sometimes? Too much conflicting content on how to train right? or you just don't have the time to read and watch the latest trends on how to, I don't know, carb cycle for your next marathon. Don't worry. I'll take care of all that for you by showing you how to train, race, and live 1% better consistently. To do this, just sign up for my free D-Lake Runs newsletter. I figure out this whole 1% better thing so you don't have to by scouring the Endurance Sports Internet's deepest and darkest corners. Go to D-Lake Creates forward slash news, spell the normal way N-E-W-S, to be inspired and motivated on
1: the regular, and back to the show. So, you got any questions on that for me to elaborate a little bit? I've
0: got so many. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll just. I'll, I'll give you one question, but I'll, I'll say one thing about distances. So, this all—the type of training you do and the type of race strategy you have—is going to be dependent on your main race. A lot of people love mm-hmm. half marathon and marathons. You really have to be careful with uh, with going out too fast because, as a lot of people know, you if you if you go out, we're in kilometers. You know, let, you, you guys can sort out kilometers. Forty-two kilometers. I know you Americans out there. I'm American. Twenty-six miles. Blah blah blah. So you it's it's you know you break the race into four parts: eleven kilometers or ten and a half kilometers, six miles for you Americans. You know, if you go out slightly too fast in that first uh, that the first or second. Um, quarter, so the first six miles or the second six miles, you're going to pay that debt come third or fourth, and it's going to be like, oh, no, and then you're just going to hit that quote-unquote wall um, because of that marathon. There's much more going into the marathon. I won't hyper complicate this because the marathon is you could be in very good fitness, physical fitness, cardiovascular fitness, but if your chassis isn't ready for it, which happened to me, um, that last 10Ks, 12Ks, the last six to eight miles it will destroy most people. Like you could be like, oh yeah, but you have to like have gotten proper training and strength training. Putting a marathon together, as you know, as your son knows, as Tommy knows, is really, really, really hard. Um, but pacing that
1: and learning to pace that really helps. So that's my two cents. You actually brought a very good point. I was initially thinking of of going too fast from the uh, aerobic anaerobic system, but a marathon, you're going too fast from muscular endurance. So, again, you haven't got the chassis strong enough to maintain. So, for example, I'm a classic example. I haven't done enough time on my feet so that my muscles, my connective tissue, my ligaments, my tendons, they all break down. So in a marathon, everything starts to hurt the second half of the marathon. Aerobically, it's fine. Anaerobically, I haven't gone anywhere near that. And I'm feeling great till halfway. But then something happens uh, with with the fuel source as well, making sure you have, it could be low carbs is another problem. So that's another problem that with overpacing. Over you're going to do the carbs quicker than you think you're going to. But also just that time on your feet, and you hit. You said it quite nicely, the chassis, like in a car, it's just not strong enough to support you to the end. So uh, again, if you go slower, there's less damage on that chassis. It can go longer. Uh, and so that's another point, maybe more more gym work is needed to strengthen the chassis. So yes, it's not just about aerobic, anaerobic, it's, it's about core and muscular endurance as well. It's a good point there.
0: Okay, so I do actually have a question and it's more of a hypothetical. And there's a lot of people out there that really think that you can speed work your way and power strength work your way to doing a marathon and that you don't need all of that aerobic base type stuff. So do you think that is possible for most people? I know I know, there's a percentage of people that can do things that like, it's like, oh, most people can't do that. There's always 1% of people that can do things that most people can't do. So do you think it's more of a, a long run type approach that you need? You need to get those 30, 35K uh, or 18, 20 mile runs in, or can you really interval your way to a marathon? And this is specific to a marathon because I think you can do it for a 10K half marathon. And I'll put an asterisk to that. Are you performing to 100% of your ability? Probably not. Marathoners, Kipchoge, are out there putting in the case, doing this for year on year. You know, They're really getting to, to be 100% the best they can run. So this is more of like, you'll end up running 90, 95% the best that you can run. So that's my asterisk to that. So back to the original question. Can you interval train your way to, <laughs> to uh, uh, your best marathon? Do you think that's possible?
1: Well, well I think, uh. A simple answer to that if i'm pushed for an answer would be no okay uh I, i'm coming but and i'm coming from that background of yeah let's either just go super hard and fast or just uh easy recovery sort of thing and uh i have changed my approach that over the years now that the the top guys you you need both they they get the engine big uh, and then they become, they work on their efficiency at running at, at a percentage of their, their VO2. So that's, that's the best way to do it. And when we talk about VO2, just your oxygen, simply put your oxygen, your ability to carry oxygen. Uh, so I would say that actually most people that we're, that listen to this podcast are not going to win races. They're here just to learn a little bit more, go a little bit quicker and have a healthy life. And I would definitely say from the, the research and the reading that I'm doing at the moment is, yeah. Aerobic w- running is the way to go. Uh, less radical, free radical damage when you stay in the aerobic zone. You, you build up uh, a bigger you know, capillary development, mitochondria development, the arteries get wider, the ability to get oxygen, the muscles get better. It's a healthier way of life. Uh, so I would definitely err on that side if I'm putting a training plan together because I know it, it's a healthier long-term plan. Now, whether it actually yields the fastest result, or, or not there's different views and that's why there's so many coaches everyone has a slightly different view on what they think will get to the top you do need to put some speed work in and, and get used to working at, at a race pace and, and at your limit of uh the, the threshold of race pace but i think the most important thing for a marathon is is time on your feet uh, getting the body used to coping with it because they keep talking about this wall uh, that you hit uh, at 30 to 32 kilometers Well, we can carry gels. We can take carbohydrates with us. We can refuel on the go. So there is no wall like there used to be. It used to be a, uh, the wall where you come, where you change from fat, from carb burning to fat burning and people ran out of energy because they weren't, they weren't drinking in the early days, you know. Uh, whoever ran the first marathon, whatever it is, well, the Greek guy died, didn't he, after running it? They weren't taking fluids. Uh, they weren't taking any energy in along the way, but we've got past that. I can take enough carbs in to fuel me to the end of the marathon. So it, it's not that that's the barrier. It's the, the, the chasse that you put quite succinctly. Uh, we need to get our body used to running that time, which means time on your feet. So we don't have to run fast. If the marathon is going to take you four hours, you've just got to get out and get used to running for four hours. Now change the subject. I'm doing an iron mat. Now this the interesting thing. I broke my leg. We haven't discussed this actually this time, but I broke my leg in March. So six months after breaking my leg, I intend to be the first person ever to complete an iron mark. So I'm not going to, if I, I'm not going to get all the training done exactly as I did, but I'm ramping it up and I'm just thinking, well, yeah, I've just. You know, I'm going to be out there for four hours, even five hours running. Well, uh on the Ironman, it's going to be slow. I can't get that much running in, but I'm just getting as much time on my feet as I can because I know that that's the important thing. Just get the body used to, it, to the work, that the loads of the muscles so they don't break down. So now my view is very much more time on your feet before you do the threshold and the race pace stuff. Once you've got that done, then you can then, add the icing on the cake and work on it but if you never really get to 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 grips with all the distance work you shouldn't really be adding on the the uh, the speed work and the threshold work this is for marathon only yep. it's slightly different for half marathon and less
0: yeah yeah depending on a lot of factors with that yeah. I I do agree with that so we've talked about a lot today um and you know the energy systems that go into how you actually hit the wall or you know go out racing too fast Um, What actually is happening to your body, which is the energy systems, why it's important for runners pretty much over the 1500. If you're a 1500 and under runner, which I'm sure there's not that many people listening to this podcast um, are running 1500. You might, but it's, this is more applicable to 5k to about marathon ish ultra marathoners that's a whole other you need to be going slow you need to be walking those hills we won't go, that's another conversation another time mike and i are not ultra marathoners yet so uh, we probably mm-hmm. won't even touch that subject um what to do when it actually happens which we said just slow down and uh, i gave a really fun question um which was a hypothetical theoretical can you fast train your way to a you know your fastest marathon or do you need, or do you need to do base? And I'll just end it there. The question for the audience is, what's the best story about your worst pacing that you've done on a race? So I'd love to hear that. Um, Hit us up on Instagram. It's always fun hearing this because you learn from that. that that's, the, that's the one thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I've done it. Mike has done it. We've all done it. So it's not to put you on blast and make you feel bad. It's more of a, uh, <laughs> wow, that was bad, you know, and then you learn from it. So hit us up. You can email me, talk at dlakecreates.com, spelled all the normal way, or MikeRun.energy on Instagram or me on the Instagram messages. Thank you very much for listening. Let's go. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Aaron So, A.K.A. D-Lake. Tips and tactics you can train like a pro. This cast to help you faster than you could go. All the PRs, you could beat your course records that comes in your upcoming season. Right? Don't you agree? Endurance sports a metaphor for life. That's that metaphor, baby. Eating clean so you can rest and sleep all night. Don't master a lot. Don't master a little. Just stay in the middle. Don't master all. Don't master your none. Just, just be a master of some. This episode is brought to you by Energy Coaching which is Mike Tree's coaching service. Mike coaches beginners to pros and all levels in between. No one is too fast and no one is too slow. All the coaches have a desire to learn and improve with their athletes. Energy coaching focuses on the 1500 meters to marathon running and triathlon training. Energy coaching is usually overbooked. So Instagram and this podcast venture, Tree's and D Lake, gives Mike and the rest of his energy coaching team a way to reach out to more people and help them. Contact Mike and his team at nrg-coaching.com for more info. That's the letters nrg-coaching.com, no spaces, for more information. Time. Time is a resource that no one can make more of, not yet at least. So we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen, watch, and generally consume all of this stuff. Accessibility is pretty cool nowadays, so we have a transcript for all of the episodes. Make sure to go to the show notes section on this episode on whatever podcast player you're listening to, or you can go to the description of this video on YouTube or just go to DlakeCreates.com forward slash transcripts. All of this was produced in Sydney, Australia, so I acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation who are the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. A lot of people ask how they could support us, and I think the easiest way is to just share this out to people you know that would like this. So whether it's a podcast link from Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts, whatever you're listening on, or you're watching on YouTube, send them the link, or even you know the Instagram post, my newsletter, blog post, etc. We try to make it super accessible. The second easiest way is to rate, like or subscribe to this podcast and or video on YouTube, or even subscribe to my newsletter. If you have any feedback, feel free to hit me up. Talk at DLakeCreates.com. That's the letters T-A-L-K at DLakeCreates.com. Spelled all the normal way. Train smart, race, and live easy. Peace.